0: Dude, one day I'm going to show yeah. up, and you better be wearing like a velour suit, like a jumpsuit, man. Like, Are me. we talking like a tracksuit? Like a matching, yeah. Matching pants and, and, and jacket. You think? I think you could pull it off, dude.
1: If Maybe dude, nothing underneath to so let I some of the taco hear. meat out. Oh, my God. Dude, a little, a zip oh it down God. halfway. All I needed to hear was one person say, I think you would look good in a velour tracksuit, and that's, I'm going to go fucking, I'm going to start shopping tomorrow. <laughs>
0: all right i'm loving this conversation i'm loving it i'm feeling warm it's gonna be a loose
1: one today baby it's gonna be a loose podcast in the house today it's gear podcast today i was
0: visiting some friends on sunday and uh, we were watching some football and having a few beers and all this and then the girl was like oh my god you're still doing that podcast Uh because i we hadn't seen him in like a year and uh, she's like, I wanna listen to one. And I'm like, You're gonna be so bored. Cause she doesn't doesn't play music or anything. Tell me it was the most recent one. It was like two episodes. Oh, ago. But we the... were singing in the beginning, dude. The uh-huh. do, 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 do. I think it was two weeks ago. We sing all of them, dude. But um Oh, it was the one I, w- I went to their house right after I left okay. here on Sunday. But oh, anyways, Sunday, yeah. um she's like, I wanna hear what you sound like and I was like, Oh, please don't. Like, I don't wanna listen to
1: myself. I mean, you've listened to us, obviously. I-, I hear it all too much, my friend. But uh, Dear Buds Podcast, episode 178. My name is Henry. His name is Dave. Hello. And this is our show, and we are doing it again this week, one hundred and seventy-eight freaking weeks deep. That's like that's more than three. We haven't done like a
0: two in one week in a long time, I feel like.
1: No, no, we've been keeping it five days pretty steady buddy. You did, I know. It feels we were just talking about this. It feels both a lot longer than that and a lot shorter than that. And that's because we're old and we worked all week. (laughs) Those teenagers look mean. And there's some there's some ruffians about. (laughs) They're they're on their bikes and their scooters scooters and they're they're scooting and biking. I don't trust them. And we're looking out the window at them like a bunch of old freaks. <laughs> Here it is, the Symphony of Corrections, and your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. Thank you for listening to this. We love you so much and love doing this for you and with you. Follow us on the stuff, subscribe at the stuff, emails at the stuff, gearbudspodcast at gmail.com. And if you reach out, we will shout you out. You know what? I noticed that our good buddy, PTD Unlimited, aka Handsome Johnny, I think he might have. I think he might have a showroom. I think he might have st- stuck out a little gear that. showroom or something. Dang. I haven't, I have, I, you know, I've seen him post a couple of things about it. I haven't had the time to really inquire directly. He's got some good gear. dude has got some gear. He's got some pianis and some guitars. pretty and sure he has a late fifties P
0: bass. That's kind of hacked up and I kind of want it.
1: Maybe we, maybe we should go over there and check it out. Maybe, maybe you should check out PTD unlimited and then, uh, check out our Gearbuds reverb shop because there's a guitar for sale on there. Um, oh you know maybe go check it. maybe there'll be another guitar there it comes soon that dave was just playing that mm-hmm. god guitar so freaking no spoilers no spoilers here we go oh this is kind of a little bit of a We've been tracking this story for a little bit, pun intended, and that is, uh, so you know those little those little tile or little Apple AirTag things that we've been talking yeah. about where you can like stick them in your They're guitar great. case. People are putting them on bikes now. Exactly. They're super, super useful. And we're a big fan of protecting your stuff around here. And now uh, Tile, the company, has has released what I think is a pretty neat idea. I want to hear what you think about this. Yeah, thing. float it by me. They are lost and found QR labels so they are little stickers with individualized QR codes that are that you personalize to yourself and basically you stick them on stuff that like maybe isn't quite as valuable like you where you would want to invest a full, you know, 20 25 bucks on like an airtag to live with it yeah. um th- say maybe i don't know like a, a travel mug or like hmm. uh or like a, a football or something Kay. i don't know you put this sticker on there and then if you lose it someone takes their camera they it at the QR code and then it gives them all of your personal information to be able to give you your stuff back. I like it, but it's also kind of terrifying, right? Right. Because you also have to be very careful. Yeah. Cause you don't want someone just taking a picture and also knowing where you live. Exactly. And That's I don't, I see, I don't know. I don't, I'm sure you can control. Maybe you just yeah. give like your phone like a, number or, or like a GPS or like a to a, like the seven 11 Instagram or, like or some like shit. I don't know. Somewhere. I'm not sure exactly how that part works, but I do think it's a good idea because the, I do have stuff like that where I would maybe want to like, you know, have an easy way for someone to be able to get in touch with me if they found this thing, Absolutely. but also like don't necessarily need to, I'm sure it doesn't like, do have whole, like your home address. Yeah. So I'm, you're, I'm not, I'm not putting my social, but yeah, there. if it was like your uh, Instagram handle, exactly like, that'd be awesome. getting to get in contact with me. So there's on sale now uh, that you get, I'm just going to tell, I'm not going to tell you how much they cost. I want to ask you, but I'm going to tell you that you get uh, a three, there are three sheets of five labels come in the back. Cool. So knowing that, how much would you pay for it for a pack of them? Um and they print them all for it like it's all yeah you do basically all the work. like they do all the work you just yeah. it's got you buy the stickers and then you connect yeah. it to like a twenty bucks account. or something like that. fifteen bucks yeah that's a nice. buck a sticker
0: yeah I would totally invest in
1: some yeah of those. so if you're interested in those they are uh, they tile lost and found QR labels and I guess it's um their first product that they released they um, actually uh, acquired some uh, location company called Life 360 as well so, cool very yeah. cool. pretty pretty do you have anything that you would stick one on you know i'd put it on uh put it on a pair of shoes no i don't know i'm not sure i think i mean i kind of want to put it like on the um on like every guitar's like control panel like Uh, on the inside of like your uh like the control cavity where you've got your like plastic yeah plate or whatever Yeah. yeah so that like that's like a you maybe i mean shit for depending on how valuable the guitar is maybe you do want to go and put on a $25 actual tracker inside one yeah, of those things of but like at the very least i i don't think it could hurt to have that in there no uh because you know if somebody does come across or it goes it, to like then a pawn shop or something and it like goes that. to a pawn shop yeah that's
0: actually a really good that'd be a really good way to for like stolen stuff mm-hmm. you know where they can scan it i
1: i mean i almost kind of want to just buy like a, a hundred of them and put them on everything i got
0: i think uh i mean obviously the the laptop the laptop has like the where's my laptop yeah.
1: thing but wouldn't be a bad idea to just have that too if the battery was dead and you right. can't find it, you know. Inside a phone case. Yeah. Um I like it. Maybe on like a your business card and your wallet or Dude, something. We're all about
0: helping people find their shit and not getting stuff stolen. So. I, I
1: we're that's that's what, the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's it's helping people word. find their shitbuds Uh <laughs> got an, one more thing here for the uh for the symphony I want to talk about. And I am not sure you might have seen you might have seen this story, uh Senior David. Maybe. Uh did you hear about a certain Southwest Airlines flight that happened last no, week I
0: don't going think
1: so. to Oahu. Mm-mm. Okay. It's a hell of a flight though. Passengers aboard the Boeing 737-800 aircraft uh going to Oahu, I believe it was last week from when we're recording this. Uh unbeknownst to them all received a Mitchell MU40 Soprano Ukulele. Huh a roadrunner carrying case and a lesson in the sky. That's so cool. Wait, all the people on the flight, everyone on the flight. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Apparently guitar center had uh, partnered with, uh, they've got something called guitar center lessons. I guess I didn't realize that guitar center was really doing lessons like this, which is, I'm surprised now gathering kind of the, like the, the Fender, purpose of this under play thing yeah like, but i think it's more like you go to guitar center probably oh shit. right like, okay you know, i mean i guess it makes sense they've got physical locations yeah. um and this is why they're doing it because now we're talking about it but uh, they did this this publicity stunt where they gave everyone a flight uh, a, a ukulele on the flight and a 20 minute lesson and then um you know then you're stuck on a flight with a bunch of fucking ding dongs. You don't know how to play ukulele. <laughs> oh
0: man. I mean, at least I didn't give him drum sets, I guess, but uh why
1: well, you know, use a little imagination. You uh, can do a little binging and a banging on you those. Can, if you you want can to. you can
0: bang them up. Um I mean, That's, as a as a ukulele I don't want to call myself a ukulele player. You
1: play ukulele. I can play I've a, recorded
0: you playing yeah, ukulele. I can play a few chords. If you go back to like episode 3, we actually did a recording, I believe. Episode 2 or something. Did we really? The one where we stuck the uh the Ehx pedal in like the wrong end and we got shit
1: burned. oh my god that's yeah if you guys right. go back to gear eh hunks, hx reposted that that was early on that was, yeah. yeah that was one of our first and then people episodes were like, that's
0: not where you stick it idiot. And we're like we should just start trolling people know, exactly doable. anyways uh as somebody who can kind of play ukulele i think um i think it's a great idea to get people exposed to music yes. I, I wonder what the plane sounded like like hurling through the air yeah <laughs> if it was like a bunch of people trying to play or if they were kind of like eh, let's just we'll keep them in the cases because you said there was uh, like a flight attendant teaching them how to do it or something. Th- they like.
1: brought uh, uh, Alexandra Windsor, I believe, um, was the name of the woman. that. Th- oh, actually, you know what? They brought three instructors from Guitar Center's Pearl City location mm. uh, were on the flight to teach.
0: I, I like, like it. Just,
1: dude, listen. I don't know if I want to be on that flight. I can't imagine. I could not come up with a flight that I would rather be on less <laughs> than that one. I really couldn't. I, I don't even really like ukulele when it's played by professionals. Yeah. You know, Fair. let alone being on a flight where I, 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 you're in, you're first of all, COVID's still going on. Let's not forget that. So I'm a little nervous about this to to begin with. You're all, you're cramped on a fucking flight. Hawaii is not a short flight, by the way. No, no,
0: that's the funny thing. It's not from like here to like Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's like
1: not a, a up and down on a puddle <laughs> jumper. You're <laughs> yeah, you're dude. you're stuck for hours. Hours one of those things. Probably the longest it, flight with, you can take. Uh, Children, yeah, you know, good luck telling them to stop. Even though I'm oh sure that there God. must have been some period where they're like, "Okay, now like it's like no longer ukulele time." This stuff y- th- you're not the gonna ukulele stop. overhead, uh, bing, the like, bing. bing. Like, you know, like the snow my dog thing. Has sleeping, <laughs> dude. This is funny, man. I, I, I was surprised that you, as, as both a, yeah. a consumer of, of the world and also a ukulele list, I'm surprised a that you are not. A <laughs> <I'm, laughs> ukulele I'm
0: actually really happy you surprised me with this one and not just like, you know, sent it to me earlier this week. I, know, this I is, thought this about This is it, making actually. my day
1: right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they say that it's, it serves and celebrates the spirit of aloha. Uh, I don't know. The other thing is that if you pay any attention at all to what's going on in Hawaii right now, there are a lot of... Uh, us fucking gringo ass white people Howley's. going down there and what do what they called hollies yeah and and we're all working remotely from there oh yeah and fucking up their economy sure dude so they're they they have released statements saying like hey please stop, please stop. coming here yeah. and now we're not only are we doing that we're celebrating with a bunch of ukuleles <laughs> for everybody It's <laughs> kind of funny man although i do wish like
0: i wish i was on that flight just to be like like somebody hands me a ukulele, and I'm like, oh, I can actually fucking
1: play this thing right now. Like, I'll show you guys what's up. You, you like, know? you sort of, you sort of shark them a little bit. You yeah, like pretend kinda, like, oh, I don't. Know, how does, does my finger, do my fingers go? Like those here? videos of the guys of who are going. like the, uh, they go into like guitar center exactly. and they're
0: like, oh, I don't, I've never had a guitar. Yeah. And then they're like,
1: I, I was there's this guy I had never heard of him, actually. Dan Liu sent me a video. Um, this guy called the Do. And he's this, like, internet guitarist dude has millions of followers and stuff. Is he the but, dude with, like, a big sleeve on his arm? No, he um, he seems fella? younger, Doesn't never shows his face. Okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, maybe he does, but the, all the videos I've seen it's always, like, chin down. Well, anyways, he does this kind of cringy thing where he, like, dresses up like a girl. So, like, you can see his legs and, like, some, like, whatever. But you don't see his face and, like, he has, like, a wig. Yeah. And then he'll be like, can I play you a song? Right. And then he, like, he's, shreds. Like, amazing. And it's just, like... Is the, I mean, we know that there are good guitarists that women out there like uh, like yeah. what is what's the joke here like what, the a, woman what do you thing. try yeah. what, like what's the point of that like you're subverting expectations. No, there are women that fucking shred like I, anyways. Also, if somebody follows, like follows you
0: into a like, guitar center with a phone, like, exactly. they're obviously filming it like,
1: oh my, what, oh. why am I going to guitar? Let me take right? that no. one up there
0: and then they, they try to like
1: tune it. And it's like, does bam, that bam. one make a sound? Yeah. Can I play? Those that? are cringy videos. I, it's just such a worn out concept. Yeah, it just, I don't might have been Funny, I don't like, watch like, any shit. Yeah, or yeah, or you, yeah, very early in days in the days of the internet. <laughs> it's just it, there's no there's none of that anymore. You silly and prankster, you're, you're getting you're getting my tanks a revving here. And dude, that I've got to say, it's time for you to get your freaking notes out it? Uh, because it is also time. It's time for Dave's dogs. Dave's dogs. I like to be the little dog. What do you got? Wow. Bud? Man, what's up? Uh,
0: this band sounds nothing like that. <laughs> well, what do we have today? So I watched a, I watched a movie, which I love. A good biopic. You like movies? What is it? Sometimes it's nice, you know. And then the in the the tank was running a little dry this week, yeah. as far as like trying to find something. But uh, Amazon suggested this movie to me, so I watched it from 2008, and it's called What We Do Is Secret. And it's about a band called The Germs. Yes. Did you watch it, or do you, have, have you seen it? On I the, have seen
1: this. Oh, you have. Cool. Wait, Perfect. I've seen the. Doc, I've seen a documentary about the. No, germs. this is like a movie. Okay. Movie. No, I haven't seen the movie. Shane West is in it. He's
0: Who's like a Shane kind West? of a heartthrob from like the early two thousands. Okay. He's kind of like always like the handsome side man kind All of right. guy, uh, but he plays the lead singer. Got it. Um, Darby Crash. So it's really yes, about him. It follows right. his story a little bit, and I wouldn't say it goes back like very far so i'll try to just do the 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 movie justice as far as like i don't know the history of like the
1: germs did you listen have you really listened to the germs at all before watching this movie
0: not really Uh no but they played the the real music in it you know they had licensing for all that um actually it wasn't bad as far as like you know we talk about movies and how they like kind of show people performing i will say this the acting was horrendous (laughs) as far as like there was a part where like, you know, like, uh, so Pat Smear, for uh-huh. people who don't know, yeah. was in The Germs. And uh,
1: that's kind of the... Dude, this this Coleman... Does the guy that plays ending. Pat Smear look like Pat Smear?
0: No, not really. No.
1: No. no. But I mean, you know... That would be distracting for me as someone that's just like seen so much of Pat Smear's face yes, in my life. Totally. totally. Um, which is kind of crazy, man. The guy's
0: had a hell of a fucking career. He really man. has. So, and I'll get back to that. But um, there's actually a funny scene where it's like, he gets like a, a new guitar, you know, he's opening it and it's a... um it's like a Hagstrom. I think it's the one that he still plays. Okay, yeah. but he bought it brand new in like 1980 or whatever. And he like opens the case and, and like, you know, the girl's like, oh wow, that's a nice guitar. <laughs> like it's just the acting was so <laughs> bad. Um, but the kid did a good job. The Shane West character who uh, played. Uh, and that's Darby played crash. Darby yeah. crash. Yeah. So, you know, major Bowie fan. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of his whole thing. He had this whole idea about like the circle, like I guess, and I, I've never seen the album cover, but I, they showed it in the film and it was like, it's just a black, cover with a blue circle on it
1: okay
2: and
0: his whole idea was like we're in this circle there's different circles to life he's kind of like trying to be this like you know Flo- philosophical, philosophy yeah part, philosophical yeah. kind of thing but it's also like dude you're 18 years old like, yeah you don't know what you're talking about but it was kind of funny um anyways he so his whole thing was like he had this five-year plan where he's just like we're just gonna we don't even they wanted to be like the runaways where he was kind of like uh and by the way the runaways could fucking play mm-hmm. but he was like we don't have to know how to play let's just get instruments let's start a band so yeah. him and pat like basically started this band
1: and they were in like southern california yeah
0: la yeah yeah um they just they just said it was part of the la scene or whatever um their first show was like at the orpheum in 77 hmm. so the sex Pistols has already been a thing yep. and they were clearly trying to like do that you know which, which. By the way, the Sex Pistols were like the guy. You know, learned how to play guitar. Exactly.
1: You know, yeah. Steve Jones, right? Um, so no, that, Steve Jones could play. Someone else? No. Some... Well,
0: in the in the movies, Steve Jones, the, the in the thing on FX uh-huh. that I watched, he le- he taught himself how to
1: play guitar in like three days, like okay. taking speed. <laughs> Dude, let's try that. Let's just find some speed. Let's and, find and a, a new, new hobby school. and learn it in three days. <laughs>
0: um so anyways they were into coke they were fuck. they were pretty fuck ups like they Uh drank a lot and and shit like that uh then he gets into heroin and all that kind of stuff so um it was cool i mean it was uh it was a good movie there was a good line in it
1: was it at least was it at least a short was it was it not over long no it was like an hour and a half not even
0: like hour and 20 so it's worth watching i mean it's a it was a fun i enjoyed the movie well just the way that you described the acting acting was horrendous (laughs) it was bad it was bad I mean the, the the kid did
1: a good job of the lead dude but Here, like, here's everybody my thing. else was pretty bad. We're like I'm trying to understand what like why someone decided to make a of Hollywood film about the jerk. About the were, were they like was their story that interesting that no. it should have had this it, like Hollywood narrative? I don't
0: know. I'm talking shit and bring on the emails cuz I'm yeah. sure like, you know, dude, they're one of the original punk bands, bro. I like
1: some of their music for it's sure. Fine. Yeah.
0: I mean to me it was Sex Pistols rip off for mm-hmm. sure, you know, which was the kind of that that was that that time uh but there was a there was a funny scene where there's like a a riot breaks out on stage they were kind of known for like going on stage and like somebody would just be like fucking up Mm -hmm. just like the sex Pistols. it's kind of all right and then like the crowd attacks them and stuff like that like they just kind of get into that kind of shit um but i would say there's a good line in it where somebody steals his guitar there's some good gear spots which i'll get into in a second but they stole he's playing a rickenbacker uh not the john lennon one like the 330 i think maybe the 360 like a longer scale neck Solid body, black, with a white pickguard. Okay. Anyways, pretty cool guitar, actually. Yeah. Um, somebody steals it, and he's like, who the fuck stole my guitar? And he's all pissed off. And then uh, you know, the singer looks at him, and he's like, well, there's a lot of guitars in the world, but there's only one, Pat Smear. And he's like, oh. And he goes, from now on, I'm just going to borrow guitars. So he, every show they played, wow. he would show up without a guitar and ask around if he could borrow a guitar for the show. He was that fucking
1: guy. I don't, and I don't know how like, real that yeah, story right.
0: is. But then he does get the Hagstrom, which is kind of cool he, is I, it a Hagstrom viking i can't remember yeah, which Hagstrom he i think plays. so is it's it? like a solid body yeah it's not like the uh, big hollow body right. one but um anyways it is kind of cool the scene where he gets it because i'm like oh he still fucking plays that thing sometime. he does oh absolutely. yeah it's a red one
1: with it's his black that's his shirt. look so that was kind of cool um except for now he's got that sort of uh mystery custom gibson that we saw yeah. him playing with the the, the, burns, the Fighters maybe. thing. like we don't know a uh,
0: uh, Bernie Kessel. It
1: kind of looked like a Bernie Kessel, almost like a big Johnny A model or something. It's, it's so super weird. weird. I lo- I like oh, it. I love it, dude. I don't know why they don't. There's issue that guitar, that. dude. Like, I tried googling that guitar, and I'm like, yeah, we couldn't come. We came on. Nothing. Couldn't figure it out. Maybe if one of our astute listeners, hey, they helped us out with that Casio. Yeah. If anybody listening knows what that freaking Pat, Pat smear, Pat smear, it's in. probably semi, but it's it's, a, it's definitely partially hollow mm-hmm. at least. It's a sunburst. Kind of looks like a thin body, but like it the has pointy the, horns. The, on the, it's though. got the as. And if you listen to that episode, you know what kind of cutaway that is, either Florentine or Venetian. <laughs> we learned something, and two weeks um, ago. I believe Flor yeah Florentine's the pointy one. And uh, tell us what it is, anyways. Yeah, please Sorry, let us back know. It. What kind of what other gear spots?
0: Uh, so some good gear spots. Uh, actually, they had an Ampeg SVT cabinet like the eight ten on stage, but with a sun head. And oh. what's funny about this is it wasn't a vintage sun. I don't know if they did too much research. on Yeah, because it looked like one of the newer like the tube sun heads, but like like the two thousand, but like where you can kind of see through the grating. You know, so it's like, I'm like, well, those didn't come out to like the 90s. I'm pretty it might sure.
1: might have been, I think that might have been Fender era. Yeah. Sun. Yeah.
0: It wasn't like the one, you know, the, the one that everybody the wants Three hundred,
1: like the late 60s. The Sun 300T, I think. Yes, yeah. exactly. Model yes. T.
0: Um, So that Rickenbacker I mentioned, the Gibson uh, EBO for
1: bass, but it was the, lo- it was a long scale. Oh, the EBOL. Yeah. It was not EBOL. You don't see those very you much. You don't. And probably because they're just not that cool. <laughs> um, at one point he's playing a reverse headstock Firebird, pet smear character. I do like those. It's, it's just yeah. the classic it's sunburst. Kind of cool looking. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm getting itchy over oh, here. I thought you were
0: going to point at another tattoo. No, you no, have, no. Like, I'm, no. I'm. I got I'm, a Gibson I'm, Firebird tattoo. I'm, you know I'm, I'm healing,
1: and it's like really itchy right it now. It looks
0: like a lot brighter than
1: it did last week. Well, it's because I had the. I still had the skin, oh. the fake skin, and now it's like now I've just got scabs
0: everywhere. Um, okay, here's where I got a little a little gear buddy. I love it. it. Uh, so at one point she switches from the EBO to a Fender P. Okay. But, you know, me being me, I look at the headstock, I'm like, oh, that's a 90s Fender. Was peak. it? Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, damn
1: it. You Dang know? it, It's Dave. supposed to be 1980. It's, it's like, it's, come on. Ignorance get the is big, Bliss. Like, couldn't get the big TV logo. You, you do this to yourself. I do. We do this to ourselves. I do. We do this to ourselves. Speaking of Radiohead. Um,
0: anyways, yeah. I thought it was pretty, it was a fun movie. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's all fun and games. He kills himself at the end. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Then I thought about it, man, and I was like, Fucking Pat Smear has been in oh all of god. his major bands he's ever been in. The main guy, has, well, I mean Taylor Hawkins was him. He was the wow. drummer, but like a major player in the band has died. Oh my
1: god! And pretty much from like drugs ish. Yeah, or self induced in some way. Uh,
0: and what a lot of people don't know too is that uh, Crash killed himself the night that John Lennon died, and it was unrelated. He didn't like see it happen. Yeah. But he was this major like John Lennon. It was like a wow. huge Beatles fan. And well, was, this is
1: 1980 was that one. I that think happened? I want
0: to say eighty, yeah. So the night that that was so they kind of do this parallel. Scene, I want to say August 1980. Yeah, where they're like watching the news, like his band's like watching the news about John Lennon dying, uh-huh. and then they go to like call him and he's like, it's like That's insane uh, fucking bummer, dude. But yeah, so the the end wow. was pretty sad and all that. But the acting was uh meh, not great. Um it's worth watching though, it's on Amazon for free.
1: Dude, I'm such a sucker for any sort of band fiction oh, dude. film I'll put it on I'll you know? totally watch yeah throw them at me like it's yeah. I'm sure there's, there's got to be other ones that I haven't there. seen yeah
0: um, like the joy division one's one of my favorite ones oh yeah that's really good T- uh,
1: control uh, control yeah. yeah, that's a really good one. But um, I was going to say, touching from that, that was see, that was like a good,
0: like a well done. Like the acting was mm-hmm. good. I even honestly, man, I I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not think it was that bad.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't dislike that as much as I think as a lot of people. I also I think I told the story on this podcast about one the the first time I saw it. Uh, I went I was in Colorado and oh, you're uh, was like over over I, I, I was I I well, I don't know what happened, but I definitely was not. I was <laughs> I was not there for the first like forty minutes of that. Nice. Week. Yeah, you had like
0: a panic attack in the during the. Trailer or something. uh, I was like, I gotta get out of here. (laughs) No, that's a good one, and I I think Dirt actually, the Motley Crue one is good. But I also love Motley Crue, so that's kind of my thing. So like,
1: I'm cool with that. I think the thing I liked about Dirt was that they acknowledged that it was you. You can't believe the story that they're telling in that. It's like we're we're unreliable narrators. We're all fucked up on drugs. Like, of course, the story is going to be made up. Tell it the best we can. Exactly. Like some of this stuff happened. Some of it might be exaggerated. Dude, did you see all the stuff with Tommy Lee recently? No. He um. I think it was an accident. I I I don't I don't remember how it started. I know that he he pulled his dick out on stage. Ah, oh, you can't do that, man. And then and then, but it was like did not we learn anything? It was like from okay at that 1971, time, 1971, Jim Morrison. Or? Well, right. So we'll get there. And then I guess on Instagram, he then also I, pulled his dick out. Yeah, that's right. I heard about that, and they deleted the. And then but the post was up for like a few days. Or he they played the cr- crew played a show shortly after that. And I read some reactions from people that went to it because he then like, because like his thing is now like pulling his dick out. He like encouraged people in the crowd to like pull, also their, dicks pull their dicks out. Oh, that's not going to go which, well. It's you know there look, were dude. children <laughs> oh my god and stuff at the show i read this article written by this dude who dude. was there he had brought his younger sister so like imagine bringing your sister to, like a thing and it's not like crew you know it's going to be like sort of raunchy or whatever yeah but then to like have to then just like see thousands of dicks i mean i'm and hoping that, thousands of people didn't pull their dicks out a bunch of people pull oh. their dicks out because he incurs them to and then also but it, that's also like that not only is it just saying a penis that's very aggressive, yeah. Like, you know that like what comes next after you pull your dick out? Like, not good
0: stuff. <laughs> no, you know. No. So
1: especially for underage, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's fucked.
1: I think I didn't I, hear about I, I, I'm all about like free the nipple. I, I feel like we're like too weird about human bodies. That was a step too far
0: for me. It's a little that's different. It. I yeah, did not like that. A different. Uh, nope, didn't hear about that. But um, Tommy Lee likes to wait. Was, was dick that out. didn't he have like because they're on tour? Either they were or they I are. I think they are. Yeah, but he had like a surgery or something. Like they had to replace him for him i know that he wasn't
1: playing all of the songs or something back, like that something his back. He, he got fucked up somehow yeah. and that this might, is all before the dick stuff that might have something to do with it maybe it's all the pills he's on also, for his back tommy we've all seen your dick and it's pretty big i mean yeah, i gotta hand great. it to him we've yeah. all seen the Pam. since video. the 90s yeah. i've probably seen his dick more than most other dicks <laughs> frankly because like when i don't see many other dicks regularly i've seen plenty just did like I, not often
0: did i do pam and tommy on the uh dave's docs ever did you
1: watch that I it was, didn't, like a six I didn't it was watch way too that. long. It was like six parts. Like no, nobody I, needs six I parts. I did not now. watch that. Uh, and I don't think you did. No. Okay. I think we maybe like rapped about it a yeah. little bit, but I don't know. That might have been a pre-show. No, I, remember, I would remember that coming up when you did your uh, yeah. your
0: the, the famous scene where his dick is talking to him. Oh, yeah. Right, it's like exactly. a CGI yeah. dick. Talk. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. But anyways, Tommy, come on. Keep in your pants, dude. Yeah. That's a BFI, bro. Definitely
1: a BFI. Major BFI. Big fucking... Integer, anyways, I will wrap it up. Give, by us, saying, a, give us a uh, little rapski.
0: Uh, I'll wrap it up by saying the movie's called What We Do is Secret. Yeah, it's uh available on Amazon Prime if you have that. it was free on 2008. there, 2008. It was
1: free. Uh, seven out of 10 germs. That's what I gave it. Seven germs, it was fine. It was a good movie, entertaining. I, th- I like that it's seven out of 10 germs, not like seven out of 10 germs of the best germs that have ever germed, seven out of 10 germs for a, just like an entertaining rock and yeah. roll movie. Yeah, you know.
0: There was, some, there was some interesting stuff, but yeah. a lot of it was just like, meh,
1: okay. Is there something going on? I yeah, think? this guy just ripped a big tree out of the... Oh, he's... Uh, Is that your landlord? Or no, something? that's he's one of the owners of the... Or guys who runs the church.
0: He came over here and ripped a big branch. I mean, it was dead.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's he's one of he's one of the he's one of the churchies I see all the time. Um, no, like sorry, taking up my parking spots. No, it's hard not to when you've seen trees getting pulled yeah, out. Of the the just ground.
0: there's teenagers running around. There's <laughs> dude, people pulling trees us, out of those the kids sky. Kids out of the neighborhood. Come on, you you mangy kids, get out of here.
1: Anyways, actor talks. Thanks for sharing that, buddy. I re- yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I, it was. Decent. I'll put it on in the background because again, just like this Phantom of the Open, I'll put on any rock and roll band movie, even if it's shitty. I'll Me too. Yeah, me too. You know, and
0: and and it's fun to kind of toss them in the mix on Dave's Docs when like, dude, documentaries get fucking heavy sometimes yeah. i mean i've talked about this before but like they almost never end well <laughs> most...
1: well usually you don't make a documentary about just like yeah a, like most bands aren't rush exactly you know? well the rush one's sad too yeah i guess i guess Neil Peart eventually. well it, yeah.
0: even before the you know before he passed away it was like his Wife and daughter oh, died all at the, the same time. That so the there's just like right. yeah, there's always like a heavy bit in it where I'm like, God, I don't know if I can watch another one of these.
1: Yeah, but we'll have
0: something lined up next week. You but know, I
1: think we there's do. something coming.
0: I like, I like that people enjoy the day You know, what we still haven't done what Randy Rhodes. I did do Randy Rhodes. You did the Randy There's Rhodes? one on Amazon. Yeah, I watched it up I'd you have to go through my. I'd have to go through my spreadsheet. Wow, I didn't realize that you did that. Yeah, because I didn't know he died where the plane crashed into the bus. Buzzing the and he was the only
1: one on the fucking bus. Yeah, no, on the plane. Oh, that's right it was yeah. the plane yeah oh my god dude and they're all on cocaine oh i guess man that's right C- I, C- I, C- I i guess i just i just haven't watched it but i'm such a randy Rhodes fan i already do Dude, know all the look i'm stories. so
0: glad i made the spreadsheet because now i'm going back and i'm being like or sometimes i'll think of one where i'm like i know i watched a doc about
1: that was it the same doc
0: but it but it might have not even gotten on like the list because oh, it might have been pre yeah, right like i was just thinking about one the other day i was like oh i totally watched this documentary um, I, it's irrelevant because I can't think of the band. But I was kind of like, oh, but I didn't Dave's Docket. Huh. I I'm used to just watch them for fun. Now I'm watching them. Now it's a, it's a job, a job dude. All right. Episode 178. Let's keep here this
1: freaking job going here because we're taking in the overtime into future gear. I love it. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And we're yeah. going to start with the biggest gear news of the week right here. Folks. By the way, we went hard on those orange pedals last week. So We went horde, not weird. orange skin. We got a little mean <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke between the two of us. Yeah. Basically, folks, it's first of all, it's orange peel. It's orange if you're talking peel. about finish, like not orange skin. Refinish, yeah. And there's just this one ad that the dude just kept saying. <laughs> it's got, skin got a lot of orange skin. skin. <laughs> I really like the texture of the orange skin. Stop saying orange skin, bro. Oh, that. Oh, that was that natural. That like kind of yeah. that base that probably sounds like shit in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I love how it looks. Anyways, yep. okay. Big Gibson all news. Right the gibson custom shop oh man and murphy lab teams have announced bah, 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 the collector's edition 1959 les paul standard greeny burst which, it's by the way awesome looking dude greeny burst yeah no. might be one of my least favorite names could have done a ever. little better it's not as
0: bad as cooter caster but uh. <laughs> Look, i felt the pop filter kick oh on my god
1: you fucking almost almost spit beer grabber. out of your nose that you're not even so yeah. uh for, if anybody I, I would imagine most people listening to this have heard about this already but if you yeah. haven't Big limited news. to 50 units this is the craziest part to me there are actually a lot of crazy parts only available directly from the gibson garage in nashville they won't ship it. Nope. You have to go to Nashville to pick this guitar. I wouldn't up. ship it either. I'd, that's the guitar you buy a plane ticket for. It's true. For sure. So, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a 1959 Les Paul Standard, originally owned by Peter Green. Mostly famous, I would say, for his work with Fleetwood Mac, sure. but he was also in John Mail and the Blues Breakers. Just one of the original guitar gods, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Virtuoso. For sure. He then eventually sold that guitar to Gary Moore, who played it for three freaking decades in like Thin Lizzy and as, in his own solo career. Mm-hmm. And you know that whole sh- shebang, and then changed hands a-, a couple more times before it wound up in the hands of Metallica's Kirk Hammett, your boy. And Kirk is still absolutely gigging the yeah. shit out of that guitar to this day. Did I've I ask seen you him if he played that? Oh yeah, at Lala? we talked about it. He played it at Lala and at Me- and at the Metro. Awesome. Like I, I love I- that he's playing it though. He's playing it a lot. Fuck yeah. Uh, I w- there are a couple sort of signature things about that guitar. One I would say is the look, like it's the that the way that the the very lemony mm-hmm. burst has almost faded orange. it's yeah. almost orange but there's no there's no you almost you can't tell that it was really ever a burst right yeah. like there's it's no like edge red or anything like too. that the top is super flaming. it's got interesting knots you know it's kind of cool too to see like because you can go back and watch videos of peter green playing this you can see videos of gary moore playing it and you can see kirk playing it, and you see like the wear yeah. develop. yeah and kirk has definitely put wear on that guitar which oh, i yeah. love that yeah. like i think that's great a uh, no
0: pick guard too is kind of a
1: no guard is interesting look too i would say the the like the last sort of most signature thing and, and certainly the most signature tonal characteristic of of this guitar was that he had um tr- uh it's become a trademark basically this out of phase middle switch position right where, where they took the neck pickup flipped and it. flipped the magnets, um, around, magnets right? around yeah So um that you that that was done internally, but also that you see instead of the pole pieces being up close to the fretboard, they're actually closer to like the bridge. Yeah. Uh for the neck pickup. Um now to to the Gibson is claiming with this guitar that which you know isn't available to the public yet, uh there was a pre-sale, it sold out, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um and we'll get back we'll get back to why. Okay. Yeah. And uh but the um, I guess I I read the press release and got pretty deep into it. Gibson like actually did this full like crazy prototyping process where they actually did, these ridiculous laser scans of every oh. aspect of and, the and original.
0: Kirk brought it in and was like...
1: Oh, yeah they, yeah. they
0: had the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, Which they, is they, so like,
1: cool, I think. These super high-resolution macro images on every piece of the top as well to like get the wear exactly right yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Even the neck profile itself. like it, It's not just... When you're playing a guitar that much pieces of... the the, the wood just is going to move a little bit. It's not like a standard smooth neck. Like there are sort of routes and divots and sure. such in there, and they even got all of that and st- yep. that stuff. and in the
0: initials were carved in it and stuff. Like really Kirk's little initials.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the, it's a. They, they said that they've only used very lightweight mahogany because I guess. The original is a lightweight guitar. That's
0: interesting to me because I thought those were heavier back then.
1: All of the bursts that I've played, which I'm sitting like it's that many. It's four. Yeah. Uh, they're, all, they're all heavy guitars. Yeah. Uh, but I guess this one is known for being slightly more lightweight. Interesting. Two-piece figured maple top, uh, single-ply ply cream binding. Uh, the fretboard itself, and this is interesting, is Brazilian Rosewood, which is what it would have been at the time. Yep. Now, if you pay attention to the world, uh, you'll know lost. that CITES has really made a lot of that stuff really complicated. And as such, this is wild. The in order to buy this screenie, you had to be a U.S. citizen. Yep, you couldn't take this guitar outside of the U.S. Yeah,
0: that's wild. Cr- I mean, wild. I I get it. I mean, I understand it's illegal. The, the yeah. laws, yeah, but it's also like and they and they sold all fifty units. Which they is sold crazy. all
1: fifty units. Um, just I think I don't know if there's anything else to say about the guitar itself. Oh yeah, they made um they, these like specially wound. They're calling them greeny uh, pickups. That's what's interesting to me
0: is the pickups thing. Mm -hmm. Because the pickups are so special to that original model. Mm -hmm. How did they... I wonder how many like prototypes and tests they had to do to like come up with these.
1: I would guess a lot. It's um so we already mentioned the neck humbuckers reverse mounted, and then it also inside their Alnico two magnets. The Alnico two magnet is flipped, which is why you get that out of phase. Yeah, it's not about the pickup being re- turned around. It's not the the where like position wise. No, mean. it's yeah. about the magnet inside right. is what f- flips the polarity. Right. Um, they use Bumblebee caps, vintage audio taper pots, etc. Uh, comes with a uh, stenciled hardshell case that has. All three green banners yeah. on there. I saw that. A pick tin with uh, Kirk Hammett's picks in there, a uh, Kirk Hammett black leather strap, and then a certificate let's... of authenticity with a signed picture of the Metallica Man. Let's talk about the goodies for a second. The goodies. Oh, <laughs> Should man. I run it up? Should I run on the list? Oh, I got please. It. Oh, I was I was hoping. So you'd think well, buy a guitar. Buy a guitar. That's you're gonna get a guitar. Well, you're gonna get a whole heck of a lot more than that, my friend. <laughs> you are going to get. A a one-of-a-kind evening with Kirk Hammett himself. (laughs) A dinner. I'm not fucking making this Do you think he's popping for the bill, or do you think... uh, We're going to come back to that. Okay. It includes a curated dinner at Nashville's Soho House, which if you don't know, Soho House is is like an exclusive... It's an annoyingly exclusive place, yeah. Uh, You get a private welcome reception with Gibson's leadership team. You get an exclusive backstage tour of Nashville's premier guitar experience, the Gibson Garage. By the way, the leadership team probably has like... Cesar, I yeah, imagine. Like is probably yeah, there. It's kind of cool. You get to go into the Gibson Vault, which that, to me, it would be fucking sick. Because you know they've got some stuff in there like... <sighs> Karinas and whatever, probably they probably have the Greenie there. Yeah, you know, you fucking would imagine at the Jimmy time. Jimi Hendrix's V, like, right? Just crazy shit. Uh, they all they will say is that it just has some of music history's most coveted guitars. Oh, uh, awesome. You get a commemorative a commemorative gift collection from the Gibson Garage, which I'm guessing is like a fucking bowling bowling shirt or something. <laughs> uh, you get to go to the custom shop, meet Tom Murphy himself. That's cool. Uh, who you know the people who aged Murphy these Lab. guitars? Yeah, you get first class round trip airfare to Nashville for two better better first class class, dude that I mean those are multi multi multi-thousand dollar flights so we're getting we're coming down in price now you get one night over overnight accommodation at a four-star hotel in Nashville Ritz Carlton I believe it's the Ritz and it's a it's a nice one yeah Uh, and then again I already mentioned the certificate of authenticity with a photo signed by Kirk Hammett now I want to talk about the price for a second because well the the actual uh, experience they're saying and they were very clear about this Please note that the experience is not included in the price of the guitar. Yes, the experience is an invitation extended by Gibson Brands Inc. That I there think that's must legal be some jargon. legal shit for yeah. that. Yeah. Like why?
0: But it is. It is included. In it is.
1: Price. But like why? Why do they have? I don't understand. They have to have Someone explain to me why they had to do that. Liability reasons. I do know for sure when I read the, all the T's, T's, and C's, uh, you couldn't. First of all, you can't sell this guitar. If no. you buy this guitar, you are committing to, what is it, five years? Five years. That you don't resell this guitar. Yeah. So what are they going to do if you, <laughs> if you do we'll sell it? Sue your ass? You're signing something, dude. That's
0: fucking insane to What me. if it gets fucking stolen? What if it gets something? stolen? Yeah.
1: I mean, serial numbers. Like,
0: Oh, I did like that they're using the original serial number from the Greenie, but they're just adding a little number they after are. it. For I the, do like that. That's cool. I like that.
1: Uh, also, and here's the other thing. We already talked about this. You cannot ship this guitar. You have to go pick it up starting November twelfth, and they'll hold it for you. I would imagine indefinitely from Nashville. Yeah, to buy this guitar. road trip. It's only a ten hour drive. No, it's not, dude. You got a fucking two round trip flights.
0: Oh, that's right. You. Have... Oh wait. Oh goddamn it. Yeah, because first... I want to
1: take that first class flight. I, you're definitely going to want to take that. But first I'm going to want to send flight. it home somehow. Yeah,
0: and I'm not checking. You're it. You're not checking seats. it. Now no. what,
1: dude? What the fuck? Isn't that weird? That's like a that's like a head fuck, dude. Oh, because from here, one thousand percent. I mean, I've I've both flown and I've driven to Nashville. Driven in Nashville. Nashville.
0: Yeah. Ten, eight, 10 hours, something like that.
1: With that guitar, I'm fucking driving. Oh, all for day. sure. So you're flying there first class. You're driving home. No questions. In you know, a rental? Maybe. Are they gonna pop for the rental? I dude, I don't know. That's <laughs> so weird. And then, um, but here's the other thing. Yeah. Imagine you're from fucking. Washington or Florida yeah or another state that doesn't have sales tax guess what bud oh yeah you're paying sales tax depending and, on where you live in Tennessee no it's you're paying Tennessee sales tax. oh
0: which is nine and a half percent or something
1: like that nine nine point two five which is almost as almost as much as Illinois yeah that's yeah we got it Bad. so we didn't talk about the price yet wait hold on yes one more thing I want to ask
0: before we Please. talk about the price uh this dinner right yeah you know Kirk isn't going on like a lot of dinner. He's not going on 50 dinners.
1: No, it's one dinner. It's with all the other douchebags
0: that bought the guitar.
1: It's going to be, you're going to be you gotta gonna like sit a, in a room hall. with these
0: assholes.
1: It's going to be a banquet. It's a wedding reception. It's going to be a bunch of fucking chubby old white dudes Dude, with their wives, which I strive to be.
0: We're, we're almost there, but <laughs> I'm getting there, bro. Uh,
1: Who yeah. have more money than sense. Yeah, because let's be honest. I don't care this. We, we'll talk about the price. I get how rarity works. Uh, it's this guitar there is no guitar that's made new that is going to be worth this in my small opinion me too in terms of tone and playability you're getting this as a collector's piece however they're telling you uh you can't sell this that's crazy it's an investment because you know that every single person that buys this is going to leave it in the case for five years and then try to sell it like half of them can't even play at all by the way we didn't mention this is not just a reissue this is a reissue of a reissue. The first mm. Collector's Choice guitar Gibson ever made was the Gary Moore Les Paul. So they've it done this. this they've done this guitar before. Really, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. It doesn't look as good, honestly. Yeah. Murphy Lab, did, fuck, nah, no, they knocked apart. it
0: out, dude. They are, and we can get into that. But they're hands down. The,
1: you can you can look now, and I'm sure the price is going to go up. <sighs> so, but they so look bad. for the Gary Moore Les Paul. It's it's the same top. It's yeah. they actually went honestly they went a little too flamey with it. It, it looks like yeah weird it looks of? like a tiger stripes mm-hmm. almost yeah all right let's we're burying the lead what's it cost dude
0: well gibson, and i'm not yeah, gibson, today.
1: you know gibson didn't release the price on this no i was on the press release like i get all the stuff from gibson i didn't even get a price someone on a forum called to try to buy it and that's how they got the price and you have to sign all sorts of contracts to even be yeah Disclosure yeah. agreements. We or? watched a video from uh, who we, you know he makes good content. I, I he's kind of annoying a little bit. Yeah, his voice. Uh, is we is like annoying. Trogly's was, uh, We're talking about Trogly's video, where, and they told he was he was barred from purchasing it. Yeah, because he's a reseller, right? And they know that he's going to buy this guitar and then make a video on it and then sell it on Reverb. But that's but that's they, his model. They gave him the info, though. They gave him the info. How they much? gave me the info. Fifty thousand dollars.
0: And and when I sent you or you sent me, I don't remember who yeah. found it, but like. We were like, we both said between thirty and fifty thousand. We
1: both said that, yep. yeah. And I so. and I and, and when Jimmy asked me how much it was, I said, eh, I'm gonna guess fifty thousand dollars yeah. because it's it it's probably the most famous. We're talking about this, yeah. It might be the most famous electric guitar on the planet right now.
0: Yeah, that's Active, not being yeah most
1: act, like you know it's not like Macabre or like something that's sitting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Like this, you know, you can talk about. Bonomasa or whatever, and he's got a crazy collection that he well, he's got to be place. on the list, right? But like, there he doesn't have this one guitar that everyone knows that yeah. like came. Yes, he he does have some famous bursts, but like, he doesn't have Greeny. He doesn't have right. and he's and he's not Kirk Hammett. He's not in Metallica. Right. Metall, like Metallica is one of the biggest bands on the planet. Sure, and has been for hands down thirty 40, almost forty, 40 years. years for sure. So, I, I again, listeners, if you have an opinion on this, what do you think is the most famous? Mm. Electric guitar on the planet. I would argue that currently, Greenie is the most famous electric guitar on the planet. Yeah, that's being like used, act in active in use. Right. Yeah, we do. Need, you're right. We're the not talking about like important. the you know, Blackie or like, yeah, or uh, Jimi Hendrix's 68 Strat. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Like exactly. A, guitar, the, a guitar that's being used right now. Yeah. I, can, I don't think there's anything more famous. So yeah. it makes sense to me that Gibson would try to make as much off of it as they can, and obviously it worked because it sold out in like it was less than a day the the 50th sold so do you think that's real yeah i do think it's you real. think that
0: people jumped at it that i quick? do think
1: so because yeah. I, look i i don't have fifty thousand on a credit card but like <laughs> i would think about it because yeah. it is an investment that right. will absolutely oh, yeah. appreciate well, value m- plus for a millionaire it's like that's what like i'm saying so if you if that's the kind of money that you have right there i wouldn't people even spend think that twice. much on a rolex or something Easy. you know
0: all day um All right, let me ask you this. And we were kind of talking about this, but I wanted to save it for the pod. What's this going to do to the other Murphy Lab stuff? Because if it was me, you can get a Murphy Lab for like, what, five to ten? They start around six, I think. So, yeah, it
1: depends on used, whatever, blah, blah, blah.
0: But Murphy Lab, and dude, I'm very critical on Mm Relics, and you are too. If I see a bad one, I can't fucking stand it. I'd rather sand the finish off myself. Murphy Lab knocks it out of the park, dude.
1: I've only been able to play them at CME, and they are incredible instruments. They look so nice. And and feel right. even better. Right. Honestly, they feel like old guitars.
0: It is funny, because that worn-in feeling is like something we talk about, but mm-hmm. you don't know it until you've actually felt it. That's right.
1: It, you you know? can look at it. You can look at that fucking god i you know I, I hate the bash so much on it but that fucking joe strummer telly that i hate yeah. so much well that's like the older yeah, version you can look at that and it looks like it's worn in and played but then you pick it up and, it's, and you're like no, this is a toy plastic it's a toy yeah um there's a, there is a difference and and it takes experience i don't i don't know how to do it I, I couldn't relic a guitar and make it feel old
0: and and we were kind of talking about this too a fender sorry man and you know shout out to fender i'm, yeah. I'm a
1: huge fender boy
0: mm-hmm. but like they don't do the relics the right way man
1: I, you know i've seen some of the custom shop stuff that came through like because we had all the like the cme spec yeah. there was they've gotten better they've gotten better and it, they feel better i still don't feel like worn fenders look real no. usually they feel good but like a, a a road whatever they call their relic they've got journeyman and closet classic whatever yeah all this sort of stuff right. Depending right. on the level of like, I like how they feel. They I just want. I feel like natural wear the way that Gibson approaches natural wear in a relic. It's, it's is more realistic yeah, to me than really what is. Fender does. And I don't think I mean, Fender does have custom shop. They've got master built, but they don't really have. I don't think they have the equivalent of what you'd call like Murphy lab, right? No, like they don't have just like one guy's name slapped on it. And he's like, I the mean, relic aging master. They might. I mean, out of like what? the Twelve <laughs> guys that like are work yeah. for the master uh, is master built. That's master what I'm build, thinking. Yeah, about. Right.
0: Um, I'm sure there's one guy that does relics better than anybody else, but like my whole thing is, all right. So we were talking about the Terry Kath. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Right. Caster, Cause that was in, in from what I understand, one of the first guitars. And I think I want to say the Andy Summers telly, they did this too, where they brought it in the actual guitar and went over it with a fine tooth comb. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. I'm they did, I know
1: they did that with the dragon telly. Yes. The, uh, okay. That's page. another
0: one, the Jimmy page. So my point is they brought it in, they looked at it, they did it. The, I mean, the Terry Kath Telly is $20,000. Yeah. I just
1: saw one on Reverb actually the other day. I don't remember. If I, I bet they're still, I bet not. they actually, you did. I bet they're still, I bet they're going for that. Like I, I bet, I bet they sell for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but this, so for 50,
0: you're like, and, and the experience, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be pretty cool. And if you're talking about a burst,
1: yeah. you know, it's, you're not going to get any closer than this and the, to, it's going to gonna a be five real... X. Right. So, but to answer your original question. I do think this makes the current Murphy Lab stuff even more valuable. Yeah, I Sorry, do. Sorry, yeah, I got off track, but Honestly. that's what my original yeah. idea was. Be- was I would buy, a, dude? Right now, I love Murphy Lab shit. And, well, and plus, you've got a vintage Les Paul already, so you don't even I need know, I'm all good. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I see the Murphy Lab stuff, and I'm like, I just want to pick it up and play. Yeah. Like it looks so fucking nice. The fact that they did this one, fifty grand. I I think that stuff's going to go up in price. The, it's the just levels.
1: so funny to me that like they're so specific about the whole experience not being included in the price of the guitar. (laughs) I think maybe I also think legal jargon. It's legal, but I also think it might be in order to not devalue the instrument because Mm. if you're then going to go try to sell us in five years, you can't Ah. sell the experience as part of it. So right. That's what it is. That's gotta be. So then they've got to say like, well, this guitar was $50,000 and like the other stuff was just free. Yeah, but it still isn't. No, I mean the uh, round trip flight airfare flights, that's like a $10,000 package oh yeah you know absolutely man. so maybe maybe this is a forty thousand dollar guitar yeah. i still think the first time we see one of these for sale it's going to be 65 it's going to be 75 and it, i guess legally know? it's going to be in five years so we dude, i do not fucking do you think someone's going to break the rules i don't see any world where that doesn't happen
0: i don't think at is least
1: there... like behind closed doors oh yeah well i mean i don't think you're going to see it pop up on reverb
0: i hope so I bet you it's like buying a car. Like you're gonna have like a the Ferrari this, fucking agreement. Like the Ferrari thing, or but like you actually have to have like a like a fucking uh piece of paper that says I own this car. Yeah, you know, the registration is
1: registration. Dude, my um my Martin is registered with really? Gibson or with um with, with Gibson. My Martin is registered with Gibson. <laughs> Whoops. Because my Martin is the only one that they've ever offered that has a full lifetime transferable warranty. Wow. Because it was like the bicentennial thing, so right. they're like America, workmanship, blah blah blah. So I, when I bought it, I had to like I had to contact Martin and then have it transferred to my name, and I have like a certificate with my name. And did stuff did they on
0: make seventeen hundred seventy six
1: of those? They made uh, that officially. That's how many that they made for the public. They made a few more for uh, sure. I think it was like a dozen more for Showrooms employees, and, and shit. Yeah. Um. So there's yeah, there's probably like eighteen hundred of them. So the greenie. Yeah. I don't, dude. I I thought I was gonna come out firing and hate it. I don't I don't think I do I I I think it's pretty cool I think it's look again like this is for rich dicks yeah rich dicks are gonna spend their money on whatever so like let them buy some cool guitars then you'd play circles around those guys maybe Maybe. I don't know I I hope there's at least like a couple players in that group that's what I was gonna
0: ask you do you think Jobo's buying one no. Here's the other thing no I way. thought. What if Jobo was on the list and there's like other famous musicians who bought it? Yeah. And then you go to the dinner and like they're all there hanging out and it's like, oh, this is actually pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's, That's more bang for that buck. That would be
1: my wet dream version of it. And then <laughs> right? you show up and it's fucking dentists. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not. A lot like of polo it, shirts. Dude. Oh, oh, Gibson bowling shirts. Probably
0: do some golf in the next morning.
1: You're, you're, you're already a member of the club down dude, there. I'm
0: already I'm five steps ahead, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I still want it. I want to play it. I want least. to play it. I want to I want oh, to be see so it. cool if
1: CME gets one dude. They won't. They all want to private sellers. Oh, that's right. We're not going to get well, not I mean, a chance who's to, to say it. the owner of CME just, isn't just going to buy it just to have it. I could see shown. Yankee wanting one of those um, or it, someone on that level a well,
0: Strong guitars is going to come out with. One, let's be honest.
1: They don't. They don't need them. They have like 12 I know. Bursts. They've got a fucking, billion dollars. They've got a whole bow to burst somewhere. Vintage
0: guitars, which that's a whole other subject. Those people are freaking. I don't know what they're doing. They. They. I, can't I don't even think it's out. magic. I. I think we need to tag them in like
1: every episode though, because I keep bringing them up. I tagged them a few times and they didn't. They don't. Yeah, they, they don't budge. They dude. don't need to. No. They don't need it. Let's talk about some more gear. All right, there's a bunch of stuff. That dude, this is a out. great episode so far. I man. think so I'm too. Really um, we're going to talk about some more gear, dude. This is this is actually something I'm also very passionate about because not only have I read a bunch about it now, I've also watched some video. Okay, and uh, I say this once an episode, and this is my one time this episode saying it where I'm fucking buying this and this that I'm talking. I'm about- I'm still
0: waiting on all the other episode stuff you said you're going to buy. So. Well,
1: some I mean I've bought a lot of stuff, but uh, some of it's pre-ordered. You never know. Okay, uh, this, my friend. Is the Dark Glass MicroTubes Infinity.
0: Ah, you sent yes, me this. Yes, I did. And it's an all in one.
1: So it's an all in one. So, the MicroTubes Infinity, if, if you don't know, Dark Glass is a company that makes really awesome bass gear. Yep. Mostly focus on, like, I would say more modern type stuff, but they also do really good vintage sounding and just like can classic I, sounding stuff, too.
0: Can I just uh, comment just floated yeah. in my head? They kind of remind me of like a more badass version of Mark Bass.
1: Yeah, totally. Because they
0: specialize in that, mostly and they solid do it really state, well. It's reliable. But then they've solid, they've also
1: really gone in 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 a really interesting sort of like futuristic direction yep. with a lot of their stuff, where they're incorporating really forward thinking features. And this pedal, I think, is the culmination of all of that. Yep. So they have these three. They're essentially preamp pedals, but like you can use them as sort of like gain or distortion pedals. And the microtubes line, that's the yep. B3K, the Vintage, and the X, and they kind of go from like classic to. Modern to heavy is yeah. sort of like the deal and this pedal that we're talking about the infinity has All of those built in my friend and those pedals are what like 250 each. I yeah, think? they're not cheap so, I almost bought a Microtubes bk3
0: and they yeah. make different generations too. they yeah. make a gen 1 2 3 They sure um, do. I was looking at them. They're like, you know, I think those used are like, you know 150 yeah. But almost 200 so
1: you get all three of those pedals you get multi-band compression, which is fucking sick and and in my opinion the way to do compression on base it has full ir cabinet responses built in and that's just the beginning of what this pedal does because it also has a full six band equalizer it also has i don't know if you caught this from reading about it a tuner i did not see that boom that's awesome it also has a a full fucking audio interface you can run this directly to your computer and and record direct with this. It's awesome. It also has something that I've never seen before. So the pedal itself is, it's, it's you know, it's like a double pedal size, right? Yeah, it's it's like smaller small. smaller than a big Strymon, it's like two but yeah. Next to each other. yeah. And it's got, I think, six knobs, or no five knobs across the top, which multifunction, um, which by the way, those knobs have LEDs rung around them. We're yeah. going to come back to why I think that's so cool. It has uh, they're like which it's on a couple other pedals. They're like touch slider. Uh, I was EQ curious sliders. about that.
0: They're touch sliders. They're
1: touch sensitive EQ sliders. That could be good or bad. Yeah, if it, yeah, if it breaks, good luck replacing it. But it's <laughs> yeah. just like a really useful technology because I've also I've had EQ pedals with like physical sliders on yeah. there, and those also break. Oh, dude, the they broke off my uh, uh exactly. Yeah, one of them did. Uh, dude, check this out. I've never ever seen this so so i mentioned six five knobs six sliders it's got a bunch of ins and outs that you can refit your reconfigure by the way it's a full di as well it's xlr out on that it has three foot switches which um you know you can press like it's either for presets which is again what i said i wanted to come back to the lights around the knobs yeah. when you change presets it shows you where your fucking knob was so awesome. you know the sound like even if the knob itself isn't in the right physical position you know where the setting. and is. you can see it on stage it lights up exactly it's, fuck dude So each one of those controls a preset. You can also, it's like you press two at a time and that'll turn the pedal on and off. You press the other two, that'll turn the tuner on and off. Each one of those foot switches is also a fucking pot, dude. You can turn the foot switch? The foot switch. No. And they each do something different. I did not know that. I've never in my life seen that. Talk about innovative, dude. Yeah. And it's like Is it just like a gain pot kind of thing? It's so I, – I don't remember exactly. The first one allows you to change – I think it, like, it changes the parameters on uh, what those knobs do. One of them, to your point before, like you said, there are different generations of like the B3K. It allows you to select which generation you're using of, oh, the, cool. of the gain circuit no shit. itself. And then the other one had something to do, oh, it allows you to change the um, impulse responses because uh, it has full cabinet IRs built in, which either you can use theirs or load your own in. You can change which cabinet IR you're using by switching the other one. I mean, I'm sold. I don't know what else. If I'm a bass player, why why haven't I? ordered this order. I, that's i that's what i'm saying dude it's and the thing is it's like at first i was thinking well this if you're like a modern sounding bass player no brainer yeah. but then i was actually digging into it and i feel like it's not just for that overdrivey like i don't think it's just for that person thing. i think because that's not my sound no it's not you no. might want to have access to that once in a while yeah. for fun dial it in but you're much more in the classic yeah grind thumpy, thumpy yeah. world yeah this pedal fucking does that and it has compression it has eq it has an interface has a tuner you don't need i i am of the opinion that you could get away with using just this pedal and like not even bringing an amp to a gig oh 100 because you could also also I, I forgot to mention uh headphone amp you can use this for practice
0: huh. so it does They've done everything it, they really it, knocked it, it out just of doesn't
1: have a power amp so you can't run uh you know a, a speaker cabinet off it but it right. does everything else that you could possibly Yeah, but want. di for the house and all that stuff so we're talking about advanced io uh they talk about it they said that this is like this will thrive in a recording scenario and i agree i also think that this could be the center of your live rig like yes. i think that you could easily build even if dude again you don't need to have other pals maybe you've got like a chorus or right uh, something like a micro synth or something that like you but know, it already part has, of your it sound. has compression too it already. has compression it has eq it has gain yeah so maybe have, you have a, a delay tuner. or something like yeah. that wacky but exactly uh, xlrdi out headphone out stereo line outputs midi input by the way so it's fully midi controllable so you can integrate integrate it with any rig your computer however you want to do it uh and then again over USB C, four channel audio in and out interface connected to your computer uh i on paper nothing touches this right no maybe you don't maybe you don't know much about the dark glass sound so i went and Watch some demos. Some, watch some demos. I see I didn't I and didn't get a chance to watch
0: any demos. You yet. know
1: who did a fucking awesome one? Who? Scott's bass lessons. Oh
0: yeah. I love that guy.
1: I do too. And he said that this is his favorite pedal.
0: That's it. It's an all the time pedal. Mm-hmm. You can't
1: go to a game. Which without is it. to to get to another point, something that you're a little afraid of, isn't it? Very scared. Very scared I'll find a pedal that I need to have on all the time. What scares you about that?
0: Uh I just don't like that. I I don't want to say the word crutch, but yeah. like I've you know come on, we talk about bone tone all the bone time. tone? And I've, I've had, you know, people like Alex Ward and, you know, some of those guys mm-hmm. come up to me. He's like, dude, I don't know where, where do you get your tone? And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I just play.
1: You like, just I play. just go
0: straight into the end mm-hmm. and I, I did it last week at the studio straight into a DI and it's, I mean, obviously the DI was nice. It's a good DI, and yeah. DI and, but the point is like, I don't want to get to that point where I'm like, oh, fuck. If I, you know, I need to have this all the time.
1: I feel that. It's I, scary. I understand that feeling. I've had, I've had a little a, different for guitar players. I have a few pedals in my life. One in particular, that uh, custom audio electronics boost b- buffer sound, that, like, for years, I refused to play without it yeah. on. You know, like, it was just, like, always on a little bit. And it was just, like, p- became part of my sound. And I, I, I had to, even if I honestly, I, I think I sound better with it, even still to this day. But I, I agree, and I just don't want to like ever feel like I have to have something. The thing I think that's a little bit different about this one, a first of all, like we're coming from a different angle because you your like bass is your primary sure. objective. Bass is like kind of secondary for mm-hmm. me. So for me, it would be like, oh, you're gonna man, have your board so there excited anyways. to have this sound right. because like I don't just, like the, I, I'm just using this as a tool. Whereas like bass is your like expressive. Uh, it's your yes, yeah. your it's your fucking calling card. It's your 100%. thing. So I I think I I can I can understand that but personally man Oh dude I I want it so I'm, I'm, and it's, a, it's available now. Do you know how much it costs? Yes I do. Okay, well, I'll just tell the world. 5.99. Yeah, 600 bucks And all of that. I even
0: saw some deals uh where they were doing um on Reverb because if you search for it uh uh-huh. it's it's all brand new listings because yeah. they're I don't even know if they're out. Well, they're out. It's out now. now, yeah. Um but the point is uh there's one that was 600 but it was with two Fucking uh, cables also Dude, like dark glasses. That's glass the way cable. to go. So I'm like, all right, two free uh quarter inches also. Like, let's do
1: it. I, I, because we've talked about like, I, I've been on this sort of hunt for like a bass amp or like yeah. a different bass amp or something. I kind of almost feel like if I just got that and then just had it basically always running into my computer, yeah, that would just be my bass sound. Yeah, like, could, I don't really need be golden. anything. Well,
0: and, and but so where does that go? I mean, because you have a
1: Kemper. Mm-hmm. So
0: like, where does that go in that? situation.
1: I was thinking about that too. I think I I I love like I've recorded and and play through bass through that Kemper a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't mind having the ability to have like because it's it's a it's a mono unit and if I'm using it for base, I can't be using it for other things. I wouldn't mind to have the ability to have separate things where I would just like have yep. the dark glass thing sort of dedicated to bass, and like the Kemper sorta of more dedicated. And guitar, just have it dialed in and dialed in yeah. or like a jam session or yeah, whatever. Like jamming. You have multiple options. I feel like I I agree. I don't love having redundancy if I don't have to. And, right. I, and I 100% was thinking through this last night, like, well, if I buy it, then what about the Kemper? Um, which, by the way, spoiler, I've almost been thinking about selling the Kemper. Whoa. Only because it's, it's... a whole other episode. Only friend. because it's old, uh, and I'm, I'm afraid that they're going to come out with something new, and I'll be caught behind the, the eight ball. Different episode. Sure. Um, but I, I, yeah, I sort of came to terms with it, that I feel like... Because if I were to ever play bass live... I'm probably not gonna bring the Kemper, but I would probably bring a pedal.
0: No, I mean look, dude, you've you've sold me on this thing. Mm-hmm. And and even just sending me the link sold me yep. on it. But even just now I'm like I already won, I have a tuner pedal, which I'm gonna have to bring anyway, yep anyways, all the time. That's right. Right? So other than that, I mean so you so I could e- just go, you have an EQ pedal that yeah, you bring
1: all the time anyways.
0: Yeah. So I could just be like, oh, well now I have that. I have fuzz pedals that I bring. I th- I do think that so they don't do really a I would, fuzz sound on
1: sound. No, th- I was going to say the same thing. I feel like for me that pedal with a fuzz yeah. and then like like you said something weird like a delay or, that, or a synth, uh, or, synth or, or like an yeah. octave yeah. those are things that you're still going to probably want if those are part of your sound but like this could not only it, not only does it do things that it, just like you don't have already like the interface and whatever but it also can take the place of pedals that you have already yeah. and yeah. and that's I mean having less Power supplies having less on your board. I'm always all about. Is it that.
0: standard nine volt adapter?
1: Yeah, I didn't catch the exact power didn't requirements, really talk about but it's a nine volt so DC it's- center negative. It's the same as all the other shit now. But I would imagine because it has all the functionality, including the tuner and interface, it probably is a slightly higher draw. But you know, not more than like a. I'm sure, they designed it to adapt. be compatible. Yeah, with absolutely. Yeah, dude, I fucking want one.
0: I'm probably yeah. going to wait for, to see if one pops up. You know, Get someone's going to buy one. one and flip it exactly you know, and. Maybe I'll get
1: a hundred bucks off or something. Scott's so. bass lessons video. I mean, he's awesome. You, I love and, and like, guy. he used d- different old P's and J's yeah. and like played metal and five strings, cool. but also like super classic, you know, thumpy stuff. Yep. Like, he did the whole thing. And I'll totally. He, and he was doing the thing where, because like, he normally plays, like, I really like the sound of DI bass. So I'm like, yeah. I want to go back and forth between. It. And like, going from just like his standard, what would have normally, you probably would have thought, like, oh, that's a pretty nice bass sound. And then you like hear him just turn the pedal. And I was like,
0: oh, that's oh, what it's supposed yeah. to sound like. Shit. It's,
1: and and he makes a point, And it's right. It's like this this box gets you it it gets you all the way there to a fully complete recorded sound. Yeah. It does because if especially if you're using the IRs and everything in there it has compression, it has the preamp, it has the gain, it also has the cabinet modeling. It's it has crazy, al, it man. has all the sound that you need to get yeah. the final. And that's kind of like the same thing with a Kemper, right? It has the full signal path right. kind of, you know, te- te- technological No, built it's, into I mean it's
0: and again, like we're we're go- we're in this era right now where it's just like people don't want to bring amps to fucking gigs anymore and i mean aside from like the wind blowing my pants Mm -hmm. you know standing in front of the yes flapping those things around it's it's perfect
1: it's all you need so and you still could because there's nothing stopping you from still using a cabinet with an amp or a power or even just a power amp like you can still do all that with this yeah uh, but you don't have to
0: it's so funny too man because i've just been thinking recently like i've never owned a di ever
1: So I'm kind of like God. Well, this might be well, it. This, this might include might be that why in there.
0: Why I've been waiting this long?
1: You've just been waiting for the right one, dude. I'm dark not Glass is doing it. That those Dark Glass rules. Helsinki, though. Finland, freaks of nature from I over love there. It, love it too. Uh, what do you think? Want to talk about one more guitar? Sure. I know I've been fucking cabin s- for. I a I might minute crack ago. another beer, dude. Go kinda... for it. All right. How about this? Two more guitars. We're going to talk about. I'm here, man. I'm not sure how much we've got to say about either one, but we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. I'm not on
0: borrowed time. Let's, go, let's the first
1: one. Noel Gallagher. Did you see that they came out with both a Gibby and an Epi? Noel Gallagher. I've had this one on the list for a few weeks and we just never got around to it. He was always it. a Les Paul guy, right? He was a 330 or 355 guy. Wait, Noel or Liam? I was mixing We're up. We're talking about Noel. Not uh, I'm sure he's spirit. played a Les Paul too, but yeah. he. I when I think of him, I either picture him with the fucking Union Jack Casino. Right. Or a, a red 355. I
0: think of the. Uh the black Les Paul with the Oasis
1: sticker on it, on the pickguard. I, th- I think I know which one you're talking yeah. about. We all know that I'm not the biggest Oasis guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you brought this one into the mix. I well, you know, it's a signature gibbies and, and I just so want to mention. So are there, there are two guitars. There's an Epiphone Riviera. Which is sort of like their 355 or 335. There's your headache face. It does not taste as good as the Heineken. Um, and then also a a direct sort of similar sort of deal recreation mm-hmm. of his uh, number one, which is a 1960 th- a, black, a red 355. Ooh, wait, yeah. red or black? Wait, wait, it's red. Okay, it's red. Uh, so a cherry. Uh, Cherry finish with the and I think the Riviera is technically dark wine, but they're both just like a dark red, basically that. That, yeah. Um, Although that that is cherry, is what that was sold at. Or by that we're pointing as the oh yeah, not podcast. DB two, sorry. Okay, we don't have cameras I know exactly. Yeah, motherfucker. That's right. Uh, But I guess yeah. So the Epiphone is he had a late eight year has a late eighties Epiphone Riviera. That's this one. It's just like spec for spec recre spec recre recreation of that and then the uh 355 is murphy lab
0: so Ooh, they actually did the, the full, murphy talk i know yeah. so
1: that's why i was like yeah we might as well mention this one they they fully did the full thing they took his guitar and they scanned it okay. i guess this guitar I, I don't know the full story behind it but I, it's like sort of a latter day acquisition for him it wasn't like from the beginning of the band right but like once he got it it's the only guitar he ever wants to play it's just wow. like it became just, the it's one the guitar yeah both available now I want to ask you first. What do you think that Epiphone's going to cost? Uh I like the Epi-
0: I like what Epiphone's been doing these days. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to say 450. 899. Oh,
1: that's so up it's a little there. more expensive. Okay, yeah.
0: They do some. Yeah, okay. I'm
1: thinking more standard level yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, it's got a couple it's, it's, it's got an Oasis dude's name on there. Murphy Lab three again, 1960 three fifty five red. Um, it's it's pretty. It, there's nothing really weird about it. It's just like modeled after his really special guitar. Yeah, and and Murphy Lab did everything where like he picked it up and he was like bloody hell my I could yeah, it just it's just a French, mate. no yeah. he was like I don't know which one's mine mate. I don't know yeah right um I can't do accents. What <laughs> do you think that one costs? Uh seventy five hundred. That's 99, 99. Uh, it's a ten thousand dollars Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. I was like,
0: wait, how much is okay?
1: How much is that? A hundred dollars. Yeah. One hundred dollars. Here is no. It's a ten thousand okay. dollars guitar. Yeah. Which, uh, that one, it's a little tougher pill to swallow. I feel. I mean, nineteen sixty is a hell of a year. I feel like you could still get like sort of relatively close to ten thousand dollars with yeah. a nineteen sixty three fifty five. You know, it's gonna probably be fucked up in in some ways. I don't know a 1960s 60s the year i mean like i remember was that the first year they made no they made those in the 50s too. i think late 50s i think 58 that's a good qu- i don't know the first year of the 355 actually i
0: wanna say it was before 1960 i, I think say it 59 i think it was cuz i've seen 59. eb2s which we know is the yeah, same yeah. body now it, literally um and i've i've seen 58 59 yeah, yeah EB2, for sure so.
1: i just can't remember the first i think it was 58 maybe it was when they started them
0: Wait, now I'm, like, I'm tripping cuz now I'm like, was it they didn't go lower than that?
1: No. uh uh-uh. uh Yeah.
0: That's fucking cool though.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I feel like you could get a 60. I mean, I you I, can get late 60s in like we're t- we're talking high f- high four figures. At least. There oh, was yeah. a I'm the first CME video I made, I played a I think it was a 67 I'd have to look sixty seven yeah, three fifty five seven or eight grand, probably. and that was like a seven or eight thousand dollar guitar, yeah. and that was one of the best guitars I've ever played in my life. And I and it's sold. I I, I used it in that video because it sold before it even made it to the floor. Like we, I just knew we had it for uh, a little longer, and I was like, I someone play bought it game. like before. Someone yeah. had the MLS
0: database of what <laughs> exactly. was coming through the
1: store. So there are guys. I mean, a little peek behind the curtain. When like when you're in any high end guitar shop. You have multiple, you have repeat customers. So, like, anytime something cool comes in, like, the people that work there know. And so they'll often send notes out to their, maybe a phone call or an email to their guys, like, hey, by the way, before this gets to the site, just want you to know we've got like the coolest fucking guitar you've ever yep. seen. And those always, they like, the best, that's how the inside deals. Happens. Hell that's yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, let's talk about finally one last signature Gibson because it's the weakest signature Dude. Gibbies.
0: This
1: one. We've been. On Gibson's nuts we have, today, we have, dude. We really have been. And this one, I've got to be honest. At first, when I saw this, I said, fuck that guitar. Okay. But then... This is juicy. I came around. What what we we'll, we'll see why. God, Hank. This is... I. It's still honestly... I, I, I've known about this guitar for a while, but it's finally out now, so it's time to talk about it. It just still boggles my mind that this even exists, honestly, because internet youtube extraordinaire uh rick beato do you, you know rick beato yeah he's the guy who like his why does that sound so familiar? he's very famous on youtube now for guitar stuff and he he was a producer for a long time he did like shine down and sort of like mid rock mid 90s rock bands. okay he became famous on youtube because uh he's an incredible uh, instructor and teacher and also uh, his son has perfect pitch so he would play these like crazy dense chords and his son would be like c-sharp minor diminished oh, with a seven and wow. the ninth no way yeah that's yeah. pretty cool and, and and rick himself is a fucking shredder dude is so good and he has i mean i i don't believe that there's anyone on earth that has a a more complete knowledge of music theory than him oh, not wow. to say that he's like the smartest guy on earth but he there's when it comes to theory, I've watched and a ton of his content, especially in like he a just has practical it. application where you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he was like a session guitar player back in the day, and like a jazz guy and stuff. So he has all that. But then also like came up through like the '80s and hard rock and shred and stuff. So yeah, you watch. And every morning on his Instagram, he does this like different guitar improvisation. And half the time, eighty percent of the time, I'm like, I could never play that. So right. he he's a really great guitar player. But you know, he's a YouTuber. So for me to see Gibson. Giving a YouTuber uh, a single guitar. I you're was opening like, a door over there, What's happening there. So uh as they describe him, record producer, songwriter, musician, educator. His channel has over two and a half million subs. Big number. Uh he's a boomer. That helps. Uh but he also the dude has an incredible collection and and great ear and plays all of his stuff on camera. So it actually in that way, as I started to think about it, I was like, okay, so he's constantly playing these guitars to his huge audience on YouTube. Right. That's a pretty smart person for Gibson to want to get in bed with. Oh, because yeah. They're, they're, it's just constant sales. Yep. Uh, it's, 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 it's just pitches after pitches for this guitar. And one of the guitars that he plays all the time is just like kind of a no-nonsense 90s, and he has vintage stuff, mm-hmm. but it, this 90s Les Paul Special double cut. I think it's TV Yellow. Okay. That's his favorite guitar. And so Gibson came. I I actually, I read the, obviously I read the press release, but then I watched his video where he like talks about sort of the genesis of this. And he said that Gibson contacted him and we're like, hey, we want to make you a signature, signature guitar. And Rick Beato said, no, he's like, absolutely not. And he kind of, I think it's because he realized like, I don't he's deserve this kind of, maybe, but it's like, he's not a guitar hero, right. you know, he's not Les Paul or whatever, you know, he's not like at that level but he does have a huge fan base so they're like well if you were to if okay like fine we won't make you a guitar but like if we were to make you a guitar what would you want he's like I know exactly what I want he's like I want a Les Paul special <coughs> double cut just like this TV yellow one it's got to be light because that guitar is light he wanted the body to be slightly thinner so that's what it's actually mm. an inch and a half uh, mm. so it's the thinner than normal Uh dual, dual P90s uh stop bar pretty pretty standard stuff but they developed a special finish form which it's a, a satin nitro lacquer that they're calling tv blue mist so instead of tv blue. yellow it's tv blue mist so it's, it's, it's kind of cool. like sort of sparkled it's mm. almost pelamy but like it, it does have a different flavor to it yeah, for sure
0: almost like a laguna blue like that kind of like uh um, you
1: have to see it it's yeah like it, almost it's, not it's almost, teal it, no 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 it's a little i would say maybe like uh, there's a little more gray to it, or something. Like it's a little pale. Oh, that's kind of cool. something. Yeah. yeah I, I can take I, that. I, oh, it's a beautiful color. I, they, Cornflower the, the the color. Blue. <laughs> that just made me fart. <laughs> uh, TV blue mist, And then uh, his signature is on the truss rod cover, which always a little cheesy. Yeah. Com- includes a hard shell case. Now here's the reason that I fully came around to it. When he when after they talked about this guitar, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll do it." When he said, "Okay." He said that the, again, the only way that he would do this is if all of his proceeds, any profit that he would have made off the sale of the guitar, goes to charity. That's cool. And also, they decided, and, and we've talked about this organization a lot on here. All of Rick Beato's proceeds from the guitar. I don't think Gibson's donating their money, which is, you know, kind of. Yeah, they're happily taking it. Rick's money is all going to the Save the Music Foundation. Awesome. Which is for educating children and getting music into school, which obviously, as an educator, is a huge deal for him. So once I learned that, I was like, okay, this is my new favorite, maybe ever signature. And you
0: said, so this is a Gibson signature. It's not a Gibson custom
1: shop, though. Not custom shop. And nope. um, I'm sure they, like most of these, I'm sure he has a custom shop version. Yeah. But this is just an American. Less Paul special So I don't cut. think
0: these are gonna be too bad as far as price right. goes. So uh,
1: again, includes a hard shell case, um, special finish, thinner body, so which is interesting. So it's less material, but it also requires probably separate tooling. So there's you know a little added expense with that. Yeah. And then just the fact that it's a signature instrument is always gonna be a little bit more expensive. But having said all that, what do you what do you think that they're asking on this? Twenty five hundred? You know, that's a great guess, Dave. And I'm gonna tell you that it's actually nineteen
0: ninety nine. Dang. Yeah, I like that. Me too. Uh so I wanna ask you. Because I know that I'm I'm thinking about double cutaway Les Paul's, yep. obviously the Les Paul Jr. Yeah. You know, the, so the
1: junior, when that's a single about, pickup, that's a single pickup, a special. But is, is it the pickup. same? Bi- same. Body. That's it. Okay. It's the same deal. No binding. No binding. It's about as Super utilitarian as it gets. Yeah. But it's got that really sexy blue finish on there, which is pretty cool. Cornflower I, blue. Cornflower blue. I think <laughs> I want to. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure has a black guard with it, too. Oh, yeah. Although you could go with cream and that would probably look sick, too. That would look um, nice. classy we talk about blues around a lot around here i've never had a blue guitar
0: you know blue has more shades than like any other color
1: hmm. you know i would have, i would have guessed green just because of how our eyes are constructed yeah that might be right i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even try to fight it at all that's okay so Oh man! I love just making you laugh, dude. And you, did you ever? Wow, you almost got me to poop again. I almost, I saw you. I wanted a spit take. That's what I wanted. <sighs> that well, I mean, I guess this. I'm sure this mic can handle it. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's a it's sure. It can handle anything. Um, no, I'm excited, dude. I, you know, it's funny. The double cutaway thing is like, because I see a lot
0: of the uh the Les Paul, the single cutaway uh-huh. uh, specials.
1: Yeah, right. Which is. Special P nineties. Yeah, special or 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 junior. And I I feel like I more I feel like I more often see a like when you're talking about vintage mm-hmm. for a for a junior, it's or for a single cut, it's usually a junior in my yes. in my brain. And yeah. when I think double cut, I like I usually think special. I mean of course both exist of both. Yeah. But
0: yeah. I, like No, when I think of special, I think of the uh the P nineties, no binding, yep. single cut. Yep. Usually is yellow with like black you know, yellow. Uh, they made. They, there it.
1: were some sunburst ones. There were some red yeah. ones. You know, but, but yeah, uh, you see those a lot. And the double cut, you usually, see. I feel like is the cherry is the most common on yeah. those. Um Don't see a lot of blue ones. Don't. I think this is the first. I think it's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and and especially again, the once he said that it was going to charity, I was just yeah, like, man, that's so badass. I don't know because I, I was fully ready to hate, like, why the blah, yeah. Bado, blah, blah blah. I mean, I will
0: say, dude. They are opening a little bit of a door, and obviously they have control over yeah. it. but like we're starting, we're gonna start giving YouTubers guitars now. Like right.
1: Fender is already doing it, so why isn't? Gibson? Tebbit? Oh yeah, they've. I'm they've to think. I mean, well, the, the yeah, thing- they'd at
0: least be on a record label.
1: Yeah, of course, and, and, and I mean, and it's so is Rick Beato. Like, I mean, the dude, you know, he's he's like famous on his own outside of YouTube. But like, I think it's someone like Corey Wong, we're like, yes, Wolfpack famous band very yep. popular but like the dude is a youtube guitarist like he has a massive fan base yeah. and, and has a freaking a podcast too. yeah they all i think they yeah. all and mark Leterry, i think the other guitar player has a signature baritone like mm-hmm. they all have, they're they're amazing incredible oh band. my god that band's insane. but like i do feel like that the the internet reaches a bit more than just like his reach as a guitarist yeah. in that band yeah he's also on fearless flyers which is a pretty pretty cool thing
0: yeah, man. I was trying to think of like if you could think of an artist who, and I know we, I feel like we've been talking for two hours, but yeah. it's fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, if you could think of an artist who like deserves a signature that doesn't have one. I, and it, maybe we've already discussed this at some point. That's
1: but. a good question.
0: I know. Cause I'm like, all right, we're going to give them to like YouTubers now. Let's, there's probably people who are like hardworking.
1: The thing is, I'm I'm coming up with some people, but it's like, I know that, like, for instance, I'm thinking Josh Homme, but, like, he's sure. had, like, a signature, like, a, I don't know if it's a signature, but he's had City custom stuff. Motor City and yeah. the Natan guitars. That kind of is his signature. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, Grohl has one. Grohl has one. I'm, yeah, who who is, like, that big that... Because even, you know, I think of, I'm trying to think of, like, the biggest bands, like, Pearl Jam, like... There's no, I don't like. I know Fenner has made a McCready, or there Gibson might have even made a. Comp- I think uh, a Murphy McCready, lab, Murphy McCready, lab, yeah. And there's like there's been Stone Gossard. like they. they at, at some point, I feel like when, you, when your band gets to a certain level, someone's just going to want to slap your name on some shit. Dude,
0: you know what's kind of crazy? I don't think Keith Richards has a signature guitar.
1: I think that's. I think that was always intentional, right? He well, just like didn't I want to I think that was his thing: him. is he w- he didn't want to ever feel beholden to. Plus, something. you know
0: that like that obviously the telly with the string missing you know like yeah the, that's
1: the that's the, i mean the, uh, the the macabre with the yeah with the paf and the neck like yeah. that's his that or the or the red three th- right but you do see him playing you a know lot was of there
0: was there been a signature chuck berry oh man i mean i think of chuck berry i think of that Gretsch.
1: The, i think of the gretch the duo jet or i yeah. think of the, the three what's the crazy square one or the, oh, the bow the Bo Diddley. Oh, I'm thinking about Dylan. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, he played a duo jet, right? He there was that like in that one famous duck walking video he's playing a duo yeah. jet, but then I personally when I think of Chuck Bear, I think of like basically the guitar that was in uh Back to the Future. Oh, the 3
0: that was a 355,
1: 355, yeah. 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 I can't remember if it was the 45. No, it was a 55.
0: Isn't that where the nerds go like the guitar was That guitar it, hadn't, it, hadn't <laughs> been invented yet.
1: But that's what I think of when yeah. I think of Chuck Bear. And I can, honestly I can't remember I can't think of him ever having had a signature damn you know that i'll the last thing we'll say about this so um i was you know i don't know i think might have been ugly guitars one of the facebook groups uh, guitar groups this guy told a story about um Ingve and how he went to one of those i don't know if it was g3 it was one of those like hey it's a bunch of shredders touring together and then they'll like do meet and greets and you'll pay extra money and get to meet them and stuff and he's talking about it and uh how like you know, it was he met like Steve Vai and Satch and like Tosin Abasi, and they were all like so warm and welcoming and like wanting to talk and like you know you Just bring your guitar there. and like they'll sign it and right. all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and he said that Ingve was every bit the like. Standoffish, arrogant asshole really? that you'd imagine. That like you, everyone else, would you like don't want him hugged do. and like. Yeah, and, and invade the most he would do was a fist pound. Oh, and so then, funny. um, he, I can't remember what it was, but he made some comment about the dude's guitar being ugly. And then, like, uh, everyone else had signed. Like, it was, like, a black guitar, and they'd signed in, like, silver, but then, like, Ingve still signed it in black. Oh, wow. And then he was like, hey, could you do it in, like, this other color? And, like, Ingve made like, a stink nope. about it. The point is that at, even after having read this and, like, how much of an asshole he was, it actually made me like Ingve more.
2: Uh, because
1: it was, like, at least he's still being himself. He's not pretending. Everyone yeah. has known that he's been this, like. He didn't put on a face. Huge fucking ego. He's, he's been a god for, like in his world for like 50 40 yeah. 50 years yeah it'd be weird to meet him and like have him super and nice they're like oh right? yeah let me learn something about you it's like no i want to be shat upon a little bit by Ingve. like i'm paying for that
0: that right. is my experience it's like with going with to ed to bevix
1: like, <laughs> the whole regional does, does that even exist anymore i think they closed <clears throat> But like recently, for those who don't know, for some reason Ed Bevix was this There's restaurant this 50s in Chicago, diner, 50s diner, and you'd go and they would just like roast the. shit It was shit all actors, like being the yeah. It's like second city is, actors, yeah. people trying to get jobs. And they'd and, be so shitty. Entertainment to you. and they're just mean to you and like <laughs> like if you'd ask for napkins, they would like literally just throw yep. napkins at you. Yep. Maybe you'll get a receipt. Maybe yeah. you'll get the food that you ordered. Yeah. I've been there a couple times. She's like, uh, "What do you want? Eh, what yeah, do you want? Right? Uh, so yeah, Ingve is the Ed Bivix of guitar rock stars for sure." Oh God! If that doesn't make it into the let's room. start a band called Ed Debevic. Ed Debevic. Ed Ed Debevic in the in the in the Ingvaez. In the, in the Dude, this has been a we've been a sandwich, baby. Bro. Wow, I'm I'm yeah. I'm I, surprisingly after all that beef, I'm still hungry. I tell you what. Yeah, me too. My friends, lovers, listeners, David, just so so thankful that I get to do this and, and make this me too, with man. You. It's always refreshing. uh, It is refreshing, and it's a great start for us in this here weekend. Uh, Hopefully, it's not crummy, but it's fall. So, you know what? Bust out the freaking cardigans. Wear them over your favorite flannel shirt. I'm looking forward to it. You can be Mr. Autumn Man walking down the street with your coffee Maybe a velour jumpsuit. Dude, velour jumpsuits are happening for the next GearBuds photo shoot. Damn right. And if you made it to the end of this crazy talk, why don't you go make some music? Thank you.